I'm Katie. And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. Did you see what Alexis posted? No, but I know it's going to be stunning because her creativity is out of this world. Here, look. Oh my gosh, you're right. It's incredible. Real talk, I don't even want to get married, but if I did, I'd want Alexis to do my florals. Her modern boho aesthetic is like right up my alley. She does dried bouquets too. I saw one the other week that was full of dried lavender and bunny's tail. It was so cute. Get a little more pretty in your doom scrolling and follow at Designs by Alexis Rose on Facebook and Instagram. The Family Dental Center is locally owned with offices in Belleville, Frankfurt, and Coburg. FDC has a team of highly qualified, caring dental professionals and modern technology to offer patients a stress-free and amazing dental experience. Make sure you stay up to date on all things Family Dental Center by liking them on Facebook at Family Dental Center and following them on Instagram at FDC Family. Dental Extra, baby. Sup? Hi. It's Wednesday. This is coming up tomorrow. I have heartburn. I have anxiety. <laughs> I have heartburn because of anxiety. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I also have an ulcer. So I also forgot. So I got a Stanley cup. Yeah, you did. And um, it's great. Uh, but I forgot it downstairs and I'm really regretting that decision. Once you have like a, a water bottle or a, a vessel to drink water, when you don't have it, you're like lost. I know. I feel like I need, I, I want this everywhere. And Kate was like, she saw it the other night and she was like, can I have this? No. No. No child. Can you get me one? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> um, and by we'll see, I mean like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to get her one, but it's just like finding one. Yes. Because they're impossible to find right now. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I said. I didn't know. I feel like I had things to tell you, but I don't remember. Um, I have things for after. Okay. Just it's, it's things we've talked about, like regarding our guest, and just how much we love them, oh, and just kind okay. of like, kind of like the whole like status of our podcast and oh. what we are and what our goals are with the podcast. So and it's yeah. not scary. We've talked it's about fun. this. Um, also, it's really hot outside. It's very hot outside. So this episode is with Eliza, who started There She Glows, yep. and she she's been on the podcast. Has been on the podcast with Hundred Acre Wood. I did a really shoddy intro when we, because it's a bit of a different episode. That's part of what I want to talk about after the episode. because yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to spoil anything, but she has an announcement, so I think we'll just get right into it. There's going to be no intro from her from us. It's just going to be her. So, yeah. without further ado, Babes of Quinny, please welcome Eliza, our badass new best friend. Hi. Thank you. Sa- Hi. Welcome back. Thanks. Glad to be back. I like your shirt. It's very bright. Uh, I was actually hilariously thinking about this this morning. Plug to Mary Wood. This was her shirt. She gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love a ham- like Not a hand-me-down. Just oh, like it's a- totally a hand-me-down, and I'm not embarrassed to say it. Oh, no. I, I love this shirt. All the they, time. Are, yeah. they have matching pants. What? This, Stop it. They? It's a shirt. It has matching <laughs> pants. It's yeah. very pink. Because nobody can see it. You know what? We can see it. No one else can. It's funny because, like, maybe a year ago, I'd be like, I would never wear pink. Oh, yeah. Now you're like, and I wore a bright pink full jean jumpsuit yesterday to my child's (gasps) hockey game. Amazing. I think I've seen pictures of that on your Instagram, (gasps) and I'm obsessed with it. And I think you wore a jumpsuit the last time you were here. I wore a Vans green corduroy jumpsuit that I I got at Winners. Nice. For fifty percent off the price they were selling it on. Oh damn. Vans website for. 
I literally Damn. Googled it immediately after that episode. <laughs> I understand why. If you're going to go buy it, make sure you buy one size up. Because okay. if you want it to twi- fit, like, no, if you want it to, like, fit comfortably, oh, yeah. it's corduroy, right? It's, yeah, there's not a lot given that. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and we're already sweaty bitches. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be in our office, and I'm just like, do you have deodorant in your bed? Yeah, I carry it around with me like it's a puppy. (laughs) It's an extra appendage, that deodorant stick. You're here to tell us some news. Yeah. um, No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'll put a sound effect. Uh, (laughs) Do we do sound effects now? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I. so I've had There She Glows hair for eight years. Eight years, I think? It's almost eight years, I think, in August. And I'm closing up shop. Closing up shop. And I'm really okay with it. I think that's good. Is there a close the door sound? Maybe. I'll find one. We're now using sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like we're going to learn why you came to this conclusion. But I think sometimes it's good to step back. Like, shut her down. Yeah. I think it's like... Especially on your own terms. And know when it's run its course. Yeah. And just be okay with that. Yeah. And accept it and be like, yeah, man. Yeah. It's time. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. When things don't serve you anymore, it's like, it's time to be like... And that is the motto of the century (laughs) in my life right now. Yeah. Um... Lots of big decisions have happened in the last couple years of my life and I just kind of sat back and realized that, like... I've done a lot for eight years. I mean, like, the first couple years was pretty quiet. Um, but, yeah, I've done a lot. And I'm just sitting in this place now where it just, you know, I, f- I have a wedding and or a couple weddings, and I'm feeling very overwhelmed. And I sit back and go, how did I do wedding seasons of 56 weddings? Yeah. Because that's, that's like, May to October, and you're cramming that much into that small amount of time and trying to remain sane. Mm-hmm. And be a parent and show up for them and for yourself. And, you know, <laughs> I'm not superwoman. Um, but also, like, weddings seem like a very intense thing. And to do that many of them. Yeah. Like, I mean, intense in that brides can be bitches. Uh, yes. <laughs> we love you all, but you can I be a I love lot. you all. Actually, it's never the bride. It's always the mom. Oh. Stop it, really? Always the mom. Every single time. So interesting. Except for your mom. Yeah. Um, always the mom. Or like, and I think I said this in the 100 Acre Wood, or it's like the the best friend oh, that's yeah. not getting married, who's like mm. been dating the same person for X amount of time and really wants that engagement ring, but it's not happening for her. So she's just like super picky about every little hair. And you're like, girl, you know, the second you step outside this building, when that wind catches your oh, hair, yeah. that's mother effing hair is gonna be yeah. all kinds of fucked up. You're fine. I love how I bleeped myself out there. And <laughs> anyway, yeah. Can it's... we, like, backtrack, though? Like, because you put in, you didn't take, you didn't go to hair school, is that a thing? I did. You did go to I hair school. I did go to hair school, yeah. So, right out of high school, I thought I wanted to um, be a dental hygienist, which I didn't put in my survey. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> What? Yeah. Um, and no, why? I hate teeth and mouths. That's disgusting. No, thank you. Um, so then I thought I would go for early childhood education. And if you read the back of my yearbook, it says that I was going to go to school for that and then work on cruise ships in a daycare. <laughs> Which is like the polar opposite of what happened in my life. And like, I don't really like other people's children that much. I really love mine, except for like Clementine. Like, I love that kid. Um but yeah, it, it, ugh, yeah, I 
so what happened was I worked at Salon U in the mall. Okay. In high school. Yeah. So I was kind of in that environment a little bit. Um, not that it played any role in my life at all, but my or that I knew this before I was a hairdresser. But apparently, my grandma was a hairdresser. Oh, it's like in oh, your weird. Jeans. Weird. Um, yeah. So I worked there in high school for maybe a year or so, and then left, and then didn't really think about it much. Went to school for business. Went to school for um, pre health. Didn't do well in either one. When I was at St. Lawrence, I did business and then hated it moved it into arts and science to try and like keep the credits yeah and then (laughs) i was playing soccer for the school and we only had enough people to keep the team so if they kicked anybody off they would have to forfeit the season (laughs) and so they couldn't and so i knew that and i just did nothing (laughs) i just played soccer and worked out like a crazy person and was like um a bar star is that what they call it these (laughs) days so you know when you go to the bar like monday tuesday wednesday thursday and then maybe take a break yeah friday and then go saturday and take a break sunday yeah that's what i did um so i came out with nothing i literally went to school for like two years and nothing and came out with nothing um a transcript that's what i got but with nothing on it i mean stories yeah. Stories, life experience. I was not that kid who could like go and party in high school. Like I was, I was not allowed to do that. Um, so I got that time to just sort of try and figure out who I was a little bit. Um, we are big believers here on like take a gap year because you probably have no idea what. Oh you God, do. yeah, that would be my take first two. advice for yeah. anybody. Just it take would some be time. yeah, take take some time, figure yourself out I took first. Two years. And Good I for got you. Pregnant. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, shortly after completing arts and science, well, not completing, but deciding that it was time to move home, uh, and slash falling in love again with my high school sweetheart, <coughs> um, I ended up pregnant two days after my twentieth birthday. Yeah. Or so we just learned. Um, yeah. So I have a twelve-year-old Avery. Shout out to you. Um, she is the most amazing human ever, and I'm so grateful to have her uh, and her siblings in my life. She, they all make me a better person. So, um, shout out to kids. Shout yeah. out to Avery Dawson and Ellie Mae. Um, yeah. So I finished being in Kingston. Came home. Got pregnant. What was I doing then? Long story short. Uh, ended up getting a job working at Camosis Hair Studio on Herkimer Avenue. Um, it's That's still not, there. Oh. It's the one that did burn down. Yeah. But then, then they rebuilt, rebuilt it. it. Okay. It's beautiful It's now. gorgeous. Uh, yeah. I still go there for massage, even though I have not been in very long. I'm very sorry, Nikki Christopher. <laughs> I will be there to see you very soon. Um, yeah. So I moved and worked to at that salon. Had my son. Shout out to Dawson. Um, and was kind of like that one person that they would always throw um, bridal styling at or, you know, proms, graduations, that kind of thing. And just kind of, it's not really a thing that most hairstylists like to do. It causes them a lot of anxiety. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's not um, not to like toot my horn or anything, but it's not really an easy task. Well, I feel like people are really picky. You're setting they're really doing picky. the hair for one day. Yeah. One day only. Yeah, they're super picky. Um, it's like monumental life 
moments yeah. too, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah, nailing it for like one of the most important days of their life. Yeah, because like I mean, especially for prom and stuff, and it's, it's like, in all the photos. Yeah. yeah, it's like if you don't like it, you're seeing that in every yeah. picture. Yeah, and yeah, twenty years sucks. down the line, you're gonna be you're gonna remember it, <laughs> and you're gonna remember that stupid, horrible <laughs> hairstylist exactly. that didn't listen to what you wanted and just did whatever she wanted. No, <laughs> no, 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 we don't do that here. Um, so yeah, I I started realizing that I was really starting to get good at it, and then really loving it. I was in hair school. I did do an apprenticeship program, so you went to school. Um, Mondays, and then you worked in the hair salon for the rest of the week. Oh, that's cool. So I was actually advanced in salon, like, much more than I was in school, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Trying to find a better way to say that. But anyway, I was delayed in school based on, like, what they were teaching me. They're like, oh, we're going to learn color today. I'm like, cool. I put color on at work all the time. Yeah. <laughs> boring. I'm doing it, right? Uh, yeah, very boring. So I did an exemption exam for second year, so I didn't have to go. Oh, nice. I'm just like, I'm done with this. I hate school. Let's not. Yeah, um, and what's the difference? Like with hair, you can just like you can just be you can like apprentice kind of right. You don't yeah. have to do the school. You, you sure can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you do have to do the school. Oh, That's really? part of your apprenticeship. Yeah. Oh. So your one day a week is part of the requirements for your apprenticeship. Oh, you have okay. to like check all these boxes off in like a booklet saying that yeah you know how to do this yeah you know how to do that because then you have to go and do an Ontario like provincial licensing exam which they might be taking away which is insane because you're using chemicals and you could like burn people yeah (laughs) scissors pointy objects hot things yeah let's not do a certification um crazy that seems like a really (laughs) bad idea Ontario don't do it um yeah bad decision but so yeah so I did that so that I could advance farther and just Mm -hmm. be done with it um and then started taking clients and then was asked to do a wedding so I did the wedding and I was like oh this is really cool I like went on location somewhere else at the time there was only one other business doing it and I'm like there is a real demand for this Mm -hmm. um so I ended up leaving Comosis taking on There She Glows full-time like created the business started with like really low pricing um and only a pretty, like a very small radius, like was mm-hmm. just doing Belleville, Trenton kind of thing, doing like occasions by the bay and like the hotel weddings and, you know, fish and game club, that kind of stuff. Nothing too, I didn't want to push to the county at was the time. Was the county built? Like to no. me, the wedding scene in the county has like really built up. In I was the just going to say, yeah, it was like just before the wedding boom, mm-hmm. which was more than in my favor at the time. Um, so then I, yeah, I just kept doing it. The first year, I think I had like 12 or 14 weddings. The second one, I had like 20 something. Um, and then after the third year, I was like getting pushed into the county. I was going to like um, different types of uh, networking events, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, open houses. And I actually went to the Quinny Bridal show at, that they do at St. Teresa's. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. Went on to Vista Print, printed like a plain business card, literally like some horrible floral <laughs> something. Um, first and last name, phone number, email. And yeah. was like, hi, I do wedding hair. Take my card. Hi, I do wedding hair. Take my card. Just like bombarding all these people without a booth. <laughs> Sorry, Brooke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, God. Anyway, that's what I did. So I did that and uh, met other vendors who had already been in the business a few years and became a part of a like collaborative group. We worked on a ton of photo shoots together. And from there, it just kind of exploded. Mm-hmm. 
so yeah, so then years, the next couple of years were like 40 some odd weddings and then it got to 50 some odd weddings. And, and it's mostly like weddings. weekend, like you're, you're it's really Saturdays. just working the weekend. Friday, right? Saturday, Sunday, and then weekdays are, you know, the Drake Dev does oh, okay. elopements and stuff okay. through the week, like any, basically any day and through the winter sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's a lot of other places that do elopements, but at the time it was them. So yeah, I did that. Um, somewhere in the middle there, I uh, won an Ontario Wedding Award for like overall. That's kind of badass. Yeah, it was pretty super cool. cool. For, I kind of brush it off because I have like almost imposter syndrome about it. I'm like, no, no man, that's not kind of me. that's super badass. Yeah, it that's feels really cool. badass. It's a it's a pretty big accomplishment. So an Ontario Wedding Award for the best bridal hairstylist or whatever in Ontario in like the overall division and in the East Division. Mm-hmm. Shit. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was like, like a double whammy. Like, like no big deal. No it's big like, deal. No, that's huge. It didn't, uh, and you're here talking to us. Like, I just what? don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I just felt. I'm just not that type of person. I don't like to get all. Yeah, I feel you. We get that. They keep the award on this like it's clear glass, right? So you just like <laughs> push it on the back part of your boho shelf in your living room and forget <laughs> that it's there. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm very grateful, and it was really cool. It was a very neat experience, considering the award ceremony that I went to first. Like, there was another one that I got nominated for, and I lost horribly and felt really terrible about it. <laughs> but you brought it back. You brought it but back around. I was around. like, now I'm going to try again. Um, yeah, and then, like, some magazines. I've been in, like, the Bridal Guide magazine a couple of times and a couple other, like, just smaller local-type magazines for bridal hair, and then social media, yeah. like, bridal pages and that kind of anyway so it's been full circle and like all at the same time being a mom Mm -hmm. yeah for most of it being a wife yeah yeah like navigating and like trying to make sure that it all makes sense financially as well so two maybe two three almost three years ago maybe I think it was first year of the pandemic Two years ago? I don't mm-hmm. know. I've lost count. Yeah, same. Anywho, Pardon. I was working. Also, yeah. I went back to doing hair again mm-hmm. in salon. Is that because the pandemic just like ruined weddings? This or? is before the pandemic. Oh. Now my brain's working. Okay. Before. No, but yes, at the same time, I was still doing. I was not. I was not doing anything during the pandemic. <laughs> no. Okay. I was still doing weddings during the pandemic. <laughs> so was everybody else. Yeah. Don't sue me. Yeah. Um, no, it was like I, an underground hair ring it was yeah. yeah we were like teaching people how to cut their husband's hair over the facetime <laughs> yeah yeah no we did a whole contest with that oh did you actually yeah, yeah. the radio station oh yeah i, I no, would not leave but emily did yeah. it was uh cutting with the stars or something yeah. i can't remember yeah yeah but yeah the whole we idea. were bribing people to not color their hair we were doing <laughs> all of the things just wait we promise we'll do it good for you when we come back um, pre-pandemic, I went back to working in the hair salon industry, and um, yeah, it just wasn't a right fit for me. I'll say that. Um, and I think I realized the hair salon industry is just not my jam. It seems very like high pace. You're just turning over clients. Yeah, it's like it's quick. Yeah, it is very quick, and like everything that you can possibly do to remove that from it, like whether it's you know leaving a gap in your schedule to try it, it just everything. It something comes up. Mm-hmm. That's why I go to the beauty collective. Yeah, because I I don't like. Do you see Joanne? No, I see Kate. Kate, awesome. Yeah. I went to high school with Kate. 
Oh, she's, she's so great. Lovely. We love you. Love Kate. But yeah, no, it's just because that whole hustle bustle thing. Yeah, it's just I just too I, get, much. I have anxiety. It just it's not it's I don't know. It just doesn't feel great. Then I'm like, okay, yeah. here's you know, give me four hundred dollars. And, and like, for what? me, yeah, for me, I think just like too many things going on around me all at once was just not good. Yeah, no, it's um, just I don't even like that as a client. And, and not even so much like it's not the work environment as much as it is just listening to other people's shit all day. Yeah, you are kind of like a therapist. You are. It's like people sit down on an honest button mm-hmm. or a truth button. Like people just are like, hi, and uh, this is all the horrible shit going on Let in my life. Let me tell you all. Even a if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> Which like, you know what? At times I feel very you know, thankful that at least there was an outlet for some of those people mm-hmm. who did sit in my chair who felt like that was their place to do that. So, I mean, not shaming that either at all I'd never want to do that um and I always want to be an open door for people but yeah I just I found that it just wasn't my space and so I left pretty abruptly based on just choices anyway I (laughs) the next day I got a call to be one of my like long-term dreams doing bridal hair or like styling was to work on film oh yeah so I was like one day maybe I'll work in film I think that would be so fun and so I the next day I got a call to go work in film which was really weird because if I would have been working at a salon I think it would have been harder for me to get like say x amount of time off yeah Yeah. to go do that so off I packed myself up and went to Ottawa for I can't remember exactly what it was, like maybe five, five days at first and then four another or something. So I worked on, this is the first time I've ever been able to like really talk about this mm-hmm. because I was under wraps, like you're oh. not allowed to talk about it while it's being filmed. It's like an NDA. Oh. Uh, low key, yeah. Actually, there's like not a lot that you can say. Um, so I worked on a film with Hallmark or Lifetime Network yeah. called Stalked by a Prince. <laughs> Amazing. Sounds sounds really corny. And when I first got the script, I was like, this is going to be interesting. And Mm -hmm. I read through it. I'm like, actually, this is great. (laughs) This is very exciting and totally my type of thing. So shout out to Maxwell McGuire and Lifetime Network and all of those. I'm going to watch this now. Yeah, I need to watch it. You have to. It's actually really good. Um, So the two actors that I worked closest with, two of the, the two main actors, one of them was Natalie Hall. She's like the. Hallmark sweetheart in all of the like Christmassy princess movies. Okay. She's beautiful. Oh, Natalie Hall, look we're, at we're you. We're looking at her. She's gorgeous, gorgeous, and also the sweetest human. And had a baby at the time, like a new baby. Like I think Aww. he was maybe a year at the time. And her and I were bonding over motherhood. And what was it? it was called Fit for a Prince? No, Stop. but that's the so Jonathan. That's in Fit for a Prince. Yeah. What's his last name? Kelts? Kelts, that's it. Um, so Jonathan Kelts was the lead male role in the movie. He is also the sweetest human. I love that. Um, obsessed with them both. I was like so grateful to be able, because obviously like mm-hmm. going into film, you're like, ooh, who am I going to work with? Are they going to be snobby? Mm-hmm. No. Those two were like gold and so good to each other because they'd worked on so many movies oh, together. Nice. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all the other casts were always, they were very, very easygoing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but it was a lot. It was like 10 straight hours. You're arriving on set at like, 
536. Holy. Yeah, you're set like like oh my God. I didn't have to set up a thing though other than my tools. It was a very weird experience. Like you show up they're like, "Yeah, let's just set up your table and here's your mirror and like just doing it all for you." Cuz I guess cool. when you go do wedding hair, you're like doing it, it all. all in. Yeah. You're doing it all. So it was a very different experience. Um, so yeah, you're doing hair, you're touching up in between all the scenes, right before they go to shoot every single scene, they yell finals, and then you have to just rush in with your shit and like touch them all up. And then the other thing is, is like the continuity of it all. So there's somebody whose job is specific to continuity. They literally stare at a screen and like take screenshots with an iPad and ma- make notes and like do all of this. But like it's also your job to take photos. So my phone was spammed with all of these different screenshots of pictures where like if Natalie had turned her head and there's like one stream of hair that's like doing this and you go and they they don't shoot scene one two three four five they shoot 76 12 13 I know, never 42. thought about this yeah so you have to actually like screenshot those so say I'm working on a Monday and you're gonna start with scene 74 Tuesday, you could be doing 75 and 76, and what you did on 74 has, has to, to match what's <gasps> 75 and 76, even though it's different days. Does that make your so brain that hurt? piece of hair that I'm has talking about there. has to still be there. Oh my God. And it's your job alongside the continuity person to make sure that that shit looks the same. I've never thought about that. Okay, so now I've just screwed up your movie watching experience. I'm just going to be watching everyone's Because I came home, and I still do it now, and I'm watching for all of the little things, and I'll sit there and watch TV and be like, oh my god, they're missing this! It was just there! And I'll scroll back (laughs) and see It's ridiculous. The Game of Thrones was, like, really bad for that. It was last season was really bad for that. Yeah, 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 I noticed. There's a couple in, like, New Girl, too, where, like, she's curling her hair and she's holding a wand and the next scene it's not there and then the other scene she's holding it in her head again but it's not even in her lap (laughs) it's so weird um yeah so like that was stressful but really amazing Mm -hmm. that sounds like a super fun snack bar was awesome because you're not allowed to leave set so they just like there's a guy whose job is literally just to feed you yeah um that sounds magical it's so good you just show show up and be like hi make me a waffle and he's like okay what do you want on it what i want just daily life and they would literally like bring you food to set while you're standing in the middle of ottawa on the street and like somebody's handing you a container of chicken nuggets and you're like you are my new best friend thank you thank you so much i love anything more than chicken nuggets Mm. and have someone just like deliver me chicken nuggets Mm -hmm. it's pizza for me oh okay Mm -hmm. i respect that too please observe Do you have pizza tattooed on you? I have a pizza tattoo. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. You know what I love? What? A pandemic business. Same. Designs by Alexis Rose bloomed into existence in February of 2020 after Alexis closed her family's small town floral shop in Beaverton, Ontario. She knew she wanted to continue with her passion of being a floral designer and also be able to stay home with her then two-year-old daughter. After moving to Quinty with her supportive partner, Alexis has truly blossomed her business. With nearly a decade of experience, she began her journey with funeral and sympathy flowers to help bring something beautiful to those experiencing some of their darkest moment. She also loves to create bespoke florals for weddings, local markets, workshops, monthly flower subscriptions, eucalyptus shower bundles, and so much more. Alexis is currently booking 2024 weddings, and you can pick up her stunning dried florals at Your Creative Junction and the Cookie Jar in Belleville. Follow her on Facebook and Instagram at Designs by Alexis Rose. 
I'm Dr. Maria Coward of Dr. Coward & Associates, and welcome to iFacts in Focus. Did you know it's important to get regular eye exams, even if you have great vision? Eye conditions like glaucoma and macular degeneration often have no symptoms in their early stages, but can still cause vision loss down the road. Eye exams help catch these conditions sooner, which can improve your vision in the long run. At our clinics, we offer the OCT scan, which takes 3D images of your retina and helps your eye doctor detect eye disease. Visit our website, drbrucecoward.ca, to book an eye exam with OCT. And be sure to follow me on social media, at Dr. Maria Coward, for more eye tips and tricks. The Family Dental Center is making going to the dentist convenient and stress-free. FDC is always accepting new patients and offers a variety of quality dental services, including routine dental hygiene, restorative, oral surgery, crowns, Invisalign, and more. There are no more excuses to avoid the dentist, <laughs> aka me. <laughs> FDC has convenient hours, can direct bill to insurance companies, offers a 10% discount for seniors and military members, plus has emergency appointments available. Make sure to stay up to date on all things Family Dental Center by liking them on Facebook at Family Dental Center and following them on Instagram at FDC Family. We're serious. Like, go now, scroll down to our show notes and tap the link and follow them. We will wait. Okay, now go book your appointment online at FamilyDentalCenter.com. So then after that, I did another season of weddings and during, so that like right after that I was working four jobs. So I was, <laughs> I was working at, um, when I was working three jobs, I was working at hundred acre wood, but mm -hmm. as a server. And I think I only did like maybe four shifts because I basically begged Mary and Kevin to let me work there somehow. Um, and then I was working, doing There She Glows. And I was working uh, at the grist mill when it was open in Consecom. What? What's that? <gasps> the grist mill was like a drag bar wedding venue. That's oh. it was an amazing space. And then it got shut down. And the angry just... people of Consecom shut it down. Oh, yes, that was horrible. Horrible. I have goosebumps. Who cares? It get over like, it. Like I can't. I can't. Um, <sighs> yeah, it was like horrible. It and it made everybody who felt safe there. Like there Not were, I was bartending one night and an older gentleman and his partner came to the bar and they said, we are so happy to have like a safe space again. Like, thank you for yeah. making this what it is. We really needed this and, and we're so grateful that you're here. And then it just got overturned. So just because of some people who can't be respectful yeah get over it everyone it's fucking ridiculous um so yeah so i was working at the grist mill as well and just kind of uh using that as a therapy in a bad way like overworking myself burnout and baby forcing yeah. burnout um mm -hmm. we love it here in Been this there. in this like very and you had three kids Sad. on top of this. Yeah, so I, I also had a a, fi a third, a fifth baby. Good <laughs> Lord almighty. No. Wow. Um, I had a third baby. Um, shout out to Ellie Mae. Uh, she is a wild child, and I just love her so much. And uh, she, so she's five now. So five years ago, I guess this is. Wow. Whoa. Time goes by. Yeah. Um. 
so uh, having kids and and just like trying to navigate being a mom and doing all the things and a business owner and and a wife and all that um that's a lot yeah there was there was a lot of like shitty times going on in my life my my husband and I of 10 years were suffering really badly Mm -hmm. and you know doing all the things to try and get it there uh but you know trying to balance it all and and deal with your mental health and Mm -hmm. and stay sane for the kids and keep working and um looking for an outlet to sort of deal with all of that and choosing the wrong thing ultimately and very much burning myself out um putting basically putting myself into a depression lost like 20 pounds like was it was scary it wasn't good Mm -hmm. and then kind of hit a wall where I was like what the hell am I doing um we've been there yeah high five (laughs) yeah you've gotta like find that space and almost appreciate it in a way that it's like that smack in the face like hey what are you doing to yourself Mm -hmm, where are your priorities at Mm -hmm. where are you like where did you drop the ball in becoming the priority that should be first in your life? Because if you don't do that, then you can't be there for any of your Mm -hmm. children, for your husband, for your business, for all of the things. Um, So yeah, ultimately now my life looks like being a single mom and that's okay. Um, It's been very hard, (laughs) Uh, a huge learning experience and I do have to say, like, probably one of the hardest but better decisions that's been made. Um, I, like, went through a time where I just completely lost myself and um, prioritized all the wrong things. And, yeah, I think just having maybe some time to slow down through COVID, I mean, it definitely was a slowdown, but... I, like I said, I was still doing weddings. I, I did a wedding for an RCMP officer, and she's like, I don't care what you do, just show up. I'm like, <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, like, being able to sit back and, and recognize that things were not okay. Yeah. Instead of just, like, pushing forward and keep going, keep going, keep going, it was just, you know, it had to be done. Um, I think it's sometimes when when... It stops either if it's your decision or not your decision, like yeah. when you're in burnout and you've put yourself there. But it's kind of like once you're in burnout, you don't you can't stop. You're mm-hmm. like, well, now I'm here. So I'm like, this is the norm. You don't even realize. And then when you're out of it, you look back and you're like, yeah, how the now. hell did I do that? That's for? now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's kind of where I am, because not to steal this spotlight, but my no, partner and I got like we had a business yep. and we were farming. So in COVID, we were just busier. And then we got asked to leave the farm because of succession planning. And we were so pissed. But now I look back and I'm like, how are we doing that? Yeah, yeah. You never realize it. No. Like 15-hour days, just like constantly going. Well, yeah. And at that time, I I was going from doing a bridal hair wedding. So like, say, 7 in the morning being done at one leaving there going directly to the grist mill or directly to 100 acre wood yeah. and working that's like an 18 that's hour day you yeah. can't do that and then trying to show up for the kids the next day yeah. like it just was impossible yeah so I realized like I mean financially it was great yeah it was really <laughs> really great um but that's not what it's about yeah money doesn't bring happiness no no 
no. I mean, it, it can things- buy me a surfboard and that makes me happy, <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? We did this thing at um, Brazen and this woman was talking to us about wealth. Mm-hmm. And it's like wealth can be monetary wealth, mm-hmm. but it's like you can define wealth in different ways. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not just monetary it's sometimes it's being you know showing up for your kids or yeah. showing up for yeah. yourself, up for yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah oh for sure and it just felt you know i got to a point where i'm like who am i doing this for yeah. exactly why and why am i mm-hmm. doing this and t- talking more about my business side of things mm-hmm. like and i started thinking about well maybe i'm like getting to a point of closing it but i gotta find something else to keep me busy and and I just, you know, I kind of just left it as is. And then the grist mill closed down. So I lost one, you know, spot, which was great. And at the same time, I was also doing like assistant um, wedding planning stuff with Brittany to just like help her when she had bigger weddings or like needed hands. And that was super fun. And so actually, when I was on set for the movie, I was doing. Um, a version of a wedding planning certification online just because I was like one more thing I haven't been through done any education I should probably do something and I'm like I really like wedding planning I think it's cool and like I mean I know a lot about weddings because of being in the industry and so I did that and I honestly like not kidding did like a 13 hour day on set and was like oh yeah my final uh whatever uh, what do you call it like your final submission to the school was tonight and it's like 1am but we're gonna do it so I was in an Airbnb in Ottawa and just like took my laptop sat it on the coffee table projected it onto the big screen TV and wrote wrote my final like whatever submission I don't know I think I went to bed at four or three or something like that didn't proofread it just sent it off I'm like I can't do this went to bed for an hour and a half and then woke up woke up went back to set oh my god yeah it was a bad choice but anyway I passed which was cool that's cool so I did finish some sort of schooling which is great um no I finished hair school too so that counts but I uh yeah I to finish that and didn't really know what it was gonna do for me or where it was gonna take me and then Mary got a hold of me and was like, hey, do you want to meet for coffee and like talk about 100 Acre Wood and how mm-hmm. it went for you and if there's any suggestions you have for us slash she was like totally sucking me in to offer me a job, which is great uh, with or without the wedding planning certification. Yeah. She didn't care. Yeah. So now I'm working there and loving it. And last year I did weddings while working there. So I That's was doing insane. I was doing when your oh my God. brother got yeah. married. I had been at a wedding that morning. <laughs> I had, yeah, I, I think I had like 20, last year I think I had like 25 weddings. It's, I said it when we had 100 Acre Wood on, like I didn't put the two together because you were at my brother's wedding. You definitely were like, okay, now it's your time. Like your bridesmaid walked down the aisle. Yeah. And then I watched you speak about There She Glows and I was like, how nice. Like, <laughs> not like my brain was like, these are two separate people. And then when I was writing the intro, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah <laughs> here like, I am. Like, I don't know. Like, Fart in a space suit. Just yeah. everywhere, you just know? Just killing it. what happens. <laughs> I've seen never heard that before. No, No, that's great. That comes from my my dad in Calgary. He used to call his cat Colby a fart in a spacesuit, and I forever just Just held on to that. Everywhere, yeah, I get that. (laughs) Casey, have a moment. Oh my god, we're singing it. That is the best thing. 
thing I've ever heard. Oh God! Oh that's my meant God! For radio or <laughs> interview or podcasting? Yeah, we should. Fartness spacing on radio all the time now. So good. Yeah, yeah. It's still insane. Though, like doing twenty weddings and then being yeah. So like that's seven a.m. So. <laughs> I, think she I just thought of the logistics. <laughs> yeah. Think here. about it literally. If you are in a spacesuit, like you're including the helmet, you're stuck. you are absorbing <laughs> that for everything it is. Like no, that is like all you. <laughs> my brain was like, I want to illustrate that. That I was like, no, oh bad God. decision. Bad decision. Emily is do try and illustrate it. It's going to be hilarious. That would be a great tattoo. I'm just putting <laughs> it, it out there. <laughs> I was literally thinking that. I was like, how would you tattoo or like write the same? But no, it could be I visual. I don't know. Sorry. Oh, God. You don't need to apologize. This is just I'm not really the way sorry. my brain works. Don't be. Please don't. You're welcome here anytime. It feels very similar to our brain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. So I, I just was doing all the things and I did the 25 weddings and then we had 36 at 100 Acre Wood last year. So 25 of those 36 days, oh I was doing like 18 hour days that's wild yeah and that was the big like what are you doing moment like well did you feel like you were kind of like reverting to burnout I was reverting to burnout to escape reality and that's the truth and you know what like yeah that hits (laughs) it hits so hard you know like prioritizing not prioritizing but like filling my brain full of other things Mm -hmm. that I didn't have to face what I was dealing with yeah which is a really unfortunate truth to come to because You know, do I think that it had probably um, a big impact on, you know, how I was feeling at the time? Maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I ultimately, um, in the process of, you know, not being not being with my husband anymore, I think I realized that it just wasn't ever going to be what I needed it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really, really, really shitty. It's a really shitty truth to come yeah. to. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm super happy working at 100. I don't even want to call it work. It does seem you guys are like a little family there. Yeah, it is. It's very much family. They understand that you have a life outside mm-hmm. of work. And if you come to work one day and you are a mess, that that's okay. You need a hug. You need to yeah. vent. And then... We get our, you know, we put our heads down and mm-hmm. we get our shit done. Yeah. What me and Katie do. Yeah. Mar- yeah. <laughs> Just cry, quick cry, pull it together. Here Literally. We go. Yep. We're okay right now. Yeah. Mary and Kevin and Akshara, they're all, yeah, it, it, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like, you know, you're showing up, you're all, you all have the same goal and the same mm-hmm. thing that you're working on um, and to get through. Not in a bad way, but like, you know, every day is a different event or every weekend is a different Mm -hmm. event and Mm -hmm. you focus on that one event all week. And, you know, for the long term, the long haul, you start planning for menus and things Mm -hmm. in the wintertime. You start doing all of the wedding planning, like, you know, with your brother all through the off season. Mm -hmm. Um, So we really just we believe in hard work and putting in the time to have great success. And I think that that is, you know, really what I needed in the workforce. And I started off as just a preferred vendor with 100 Acre Wood because I went to an open house Mm -hmm. and I met them and I was, you know, we did a photo shoot there and created that relationship. And There She Glows kind of brought me to that. 
um, because otherwise I don't know how I would have met Mary and Kevin yeah. and, and associated with them because otherwise I wouldn't really, if I wasn't in the wedding industry, I wouldn't have gone there yeah. for that. I hate the saying, like, everything happens for a reason because sometimes it I don't like it either. freaking sucks. It really does. But yeah. then I'm like, damn it, that did kind of work yeah. out, you know? Yeah, like, and you know what? I think, I think sometimes, like, you because that saying is so popular i think people yeah. think of it like that or they'll they'll go to that but i think for me it's more like just know when you know the things that are going on in your life have served their purpose yeah and i think that's kind of what you know i was looking for this bigger picture with there she glows i'm like yeah i want to hire a team i want to be like a jackie k yeah um God, I don't know how she does what she does. She is an amazing human and like all at the same time, like just so authentically herself. And mm -hmm. I praise the hell out of her for that. We're not super close, but we do have a lot of respect for each other and I love her to death. Um, but I, I, you know, ultimately I think I wanted, I wanted a team. I wanted this. I wanted, you know, that kind of thing. I, I wanted to be able to be self-sustainable in a way that I was creating it on my own. Mm -hmm. And I had big goals for that. But I think I had to accept that everybody's journey is different. And like the biggest thing about being an entrepreneur is that you cannot compare yourself to other people no. nope. whatsoever. No. And, and even in a life circumstance, because all of these things that went on in my life, like starting from, you know, school, mm -hmm. I would sit back and like my friends were doing, you know, one of my best friends has a bachelor of science in zoology and she's a flight attendant. Yeah. Not not that that's a bad thing, no, but, but in yeah. comparison to what she went to school for and what she's doing now, does she love being a flight attendant? Not 100 percent, but mm -hmm. what it benefits her in her life? Like she's a travel enthusiast. So mm -hmm. hell yeah, she loves yeah. it. You know, she's in Hawaii multiple times a year. That's she is amazing. living her travel dreams yeah. and living in Vancouver and has, you know, this love of her life and, and working and, you know, serving and doing all that. Like she's amazing. She has this uh, incredible life. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you go through these weird moments where you're like comparing yourself. You're like, wow, I've had kids, which is like one of my biggest accomplishments and something I'm so proud of. Mm -hmm. And I don't, but I also don't have like a university degree and I don't even have a college diploma yeah. because I dicked off in school and, and comparing yourself to other people so and you hard. just like constantly face plant. Yeah. Constantly. It's a face plant. Yeah. So I'm like actively trying to not do that and then actively trying to not do it with there she glows, but the trends are all the same. So how do you like mm -hmm. find that balance between okay, this is trendy, I want to have my own style, but like you also have to kind of follow that. But like, how do you create, like, you know, it's like a sick, very sick game almost. Yeah. Like, You're always trying to be, be, you have to be ahead of yourself somehow. Yeah. And ahead of what's going on. Yeah, it's and you have to have the energy to yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. And then adding in the fact of being a mom and a parent and trying to keep up to email and people are wanting you like all mm -hmm. of the time boundaries man i think so too, important like, especially with being your like running your own business is people think that you they are the, your only client yeah. oh yes they people, sure do those people get a giant no thank you in my books i think the other thing too is when you're an entrepreneur and like a solopreneur you're the only person mm -hmm. of your business you're doing 
so many things. You're mm-hmm. not just, you know, a no, hairstylist. No, no, no. You're doing yeah. admin, your customer service, you're all these things. Yeah. You're, you're marketing, problem you're mar- solving, yeah. you're doing you're all doing the social all. media, you're, yeah. And I think people, like, <clears throat> I, also, I also thought the pandemic would make people more understanding. It did not. It did, not. It did the opposite. It did not. Yeah. And they want things faster. And, and that's what everything. I was finding, too. Everybody during the pandemic, when I was doing bridal hair under the table, was so grateful Mm -hmm. and only for the fact that they're like you're literally putting yourself at risk right Mm -hmm. now to be here for me because I didn't want to cancel my wedding because of this pandemic and I like they were so thankful Um, and then coming out of the pandemic not that they were my specific clients that were this way because I didn't feel this at all but everybody felt more entitled Mm -hmm. so I would get I would get emails from people being like I want this 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 and this on this date please respond Mm -hmm. and I think there was like an element of desperation yeah but I also feel like it's like you you just sat around for x amount of time and now you're finally able to get married and the way you're speaking to me through email right now like maybe we've all lost our ability to understand how to communicate Mm -hmm. because of this but at the same time like I'm a human yeah don't talk to me like shit yeah I also I just I can't wrap my head around that whole mm-hmm. like way of thinking no. or the way people treat other people no, like that I don't like get it. like where do you get off honestly yeah like how do you like, like what is it that it's like, like if I treated some people the way I've been treated in in like the hair salon industry mm-hmm. <laughs> I would my mother at 33 years old my mother would fly from Alberta and spank my ass not that she ever did that as a kid but it's like <laughs> yeah. I know better like I was but raised the better thing, than that like, just like okay like I get it you had to postpone your wedding or your event yeah, or but that's not your on grad. me it's not Exactly, it's that's not, not exactly. a me problem. No. That's that's a world problem, and we're all Everyone, going through it at the same time. Everyone went through it, yeah. and it sucks, and it's not just you. No, 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 but everybody seems to think they live in this tiny COVID yeah. box that you know nobody else could have possibly gone through it as bad as you did. Well, come on, I mean, some people, yeah, like some people lost family members, and some people, like it, it was a really shitty, scary moment. Mm-hmm. And like, knock on wood, wherever the hell it is here, I don't know. we're starting to feel a little bit better. No masks this year, hundred yeah. acres. Oh. It is so weird. Wow. Oh, but yeah, because you guys were all masked, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, well, because if you think about it, if we got COVID at one wedding, we'd You'd have to be, postpone yeah. the next. Oh. And we had already postponed yeah, like so X amount of weddings, right? So it just this year, and it's like the other thing, <laughs> facial expressions. Oh, no. My resting bitch face is a no longer allowed. I know. Sometimes I have to be like, okay, like soften your face because yeah. I'm just like, what? Yeah, and I have to remember I'm at a wedding. So I need to, <laughs> and like, one of the two planners I need to have a smile on my face and or something that doesn't look like I'm about to kill somebody in my like, mind you had a smile on your face the whole time oh that's great I, didn't even realize I tried to do it with my eyes like you know you just wide yeah. eye everybody yeah it's it's uh it's weird I think the thing is too from like well when I didn't even realize you were at my brother's wedding but you were there you were lovely from like what I remember not realizing it was you but then seeing you speak like at the business yeah. the network the panel it was like a woman I'm glad that you enjoyed panel. that because I was really self-conscious of no, like you how great. I fangirled I was yeah, watching we were it online like, 
and I fangirled the whole time. Oh, I was yeah. like, she's a fucking well, badass. Well, and I had to sit next to a pretty cool was, person. Yeah, you were next to like crazy cool people up there. Yeah, so. yeah. But you were one that of was them. A stacked like, panel. That was a it stacked was a stacked panel. panel. So when they asked me to do that, I was like, it was again, it was another imposter syndrome. I'm like, who? Me? What? Why? Like, okay. But yeah, it was it was really it was a great experience. I. I love the topic of competition versus community because I'm very much like a community based person. Like I was yeah. always mm-hmm. that person to be like, I'm not available, but here are like six yeah. other people that yep. I know. And I think that's so important. And it you even, <laughs> where are they going with this thought? It's important because it like shows that you care yeah. and reading. Like you did take down your website, but I was Googling mm-hmm. you before that. I did. And there was like a Hello Boss Girl Belleville. Yeah. And it just says all the people you've worked with and collaborated with And locally. that was like... That was four, 2019. Yeah. So... Just, and at that point, that's how many And you're still doing with. that. And I feel like that is part of the reason you are where you are now is yeah. because through all of it, yep. even if you were in a shitty mental health space, you yep. were making connections even if you didn't realize Oh, uh, that was the that. most important thing to me is that... And I think I, um, I have this sort of thought in my brain is that and and very much so more now than ever is that you never know where things will lead you based on the people that you meet mm-hmm. um and you don't know what opportunities it will present you to meet other people and and when i was leaving my separation and not to put a fault on him at all for this but i was in a place where i was uncomfortable to put my hand out and be like hi my name's eliza mm-hmm. totally not there not at all. There's no way in hell that I would sit here the way I am now, talking to you the way I am now, then. Mm-hmm. Totally different person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel that. Like, just like dressed in all black all the time, feel like that's the only place where I felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. You would never, like, my grandmother, I'm going to see her this afternoon when she sees me wearing a hot pink shirt. She's going to be like, Are you well? <laughs> are, are you feeling okay? Are you okay? Yeah. There's just like so many little things about, about that that really create more opportunity mm-hmm. um, and it's so important and I didn't I think when I started doing more networking events I realized how important that was mm-hmm. um, and I think like an example so after the the what was it women, mm-hmm. in, women business in business event panel. yeah so after that uh, I had wanted to make a connection with Tina uh, from XXL Scrunchie, obviously, for the reason that I would love to like work, mm-hmm. do like a photo shoot or something fun with her. Like, not at all for the profit or the what's the word for it? Like exposure, because that's not mm-hmm. yeah. that's not what I'm interested in. Obviously, I'm closing my business, but it was more so just to hang out with her. Like, her and I have matching butter. She has butterfly yeah. tattoos. I you have guys mom have tattoo. similar tattoos. She, yeah, I feel like and her and I really clicked even just as like humans Mm -hmm. not even necessarily as business owners and so we're trying to work on finding a time for it we've we're I was gonna do it on um a later date but I can't do it because I have to work but um there's there's opportunities like that where it's just like you could go work with some of the coolest people Mm -hmm. and like do some fun things it's the same with the movie like the the woman that hooked me up with working on the film was the secretary at my kid's school like amazing and now she lives in ottawa and like my kids go to school and read so like you know there's just like you never know what 
the humans in your life wherever they are you know mean mm-hmm. for you in the future um so making that connection and being open to referring other hairstylists mm-hmm. and and you know i got the pleasure of working with joanne yeah um so joe making me blonde that works at beauty collective she's a fucking badass yeah she's for lack she's of better a words, pretty she's so freaking cool talented. human hi joanne i love you um <laughs> I got to work with her and shadow her a lot. So, um, a lot of little tips and tricks on bridal hair and stuff. Like you learn so much from other people who are doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, whether that be in the wedding industry or hair or, you know, whatever specific. And I think it is a new generation thing where we're like, well, what can you teach me? Well, yeah. Instead of and, like, I'm going to beat you. And the other thing is, is it doesn't really matter the industry. It's it's how you can apply that to what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think is part of the biggest learning experience. And that's that has a lot to sort of coincide with being able to take constructive criticism. Like if, so anybo- if anybody is thinking about starting a bridal hair business or makeup or anything like that, where it's very service based and you want to create that relationship with people and like build their trust and get those like five star Google reviews. I don't care who you are. Like take your take whatever you think you know about yourself as far as how good you are at bridal hair and throw that out the door mm-hmm. because the only way that you do a good job is if you get the opinion of the person you're doing the hair for. And that's that's how I made sure that I kept every bride happy. I literally would put them in the mirror and be like, hi, tell me what you don't like. Let's start there. Because Perfect. if I can fix that now before you, I leave, sorry, before I leave, then I would much rather fix that, put in the extra time mm-hmm. and make sure that you're happy so I can leave and not have an anxiety attack later wondering if you liked it or yeah. not <laughs> because they're like in the first couple of years I would leave there and be like hmm I don't really know how that went so you know some people I know I have this horrible or used to have this horrible habit of being like yeah I love it leave and be like that fucking bitch <laughs> just kidding I'm not kidding um leaving and then being like I actually hate it um I I didn't want to have that I couldn't Mm -hmm. think I couldn't sit back and be okay with that so I literally like would bring my brides in and be like okay we're done I'm gonna stop there what don't you like and then have them show me and then I'll fix it and do it in the mirror with them so they can watch even to the point where I'm like get your hands in there Mm -hmm. put it how you want it you know sometimes you stand in the mirror you're like getting ready in the morning you're like oh yeah I look great and you put your hands in your hair and you like toss it up and you're like that's where I want it right there and then you try to get your hair elastic in and it's just like wow that was that was great (laughs) that doesn't look anything like what I wanted it to this is horrible and then you go change your outfit 700 times just to make yourself feel better no um I didn't want that I wanted them to get their own hands in there put it how they want it and once they find it where they want it literally taking bobby pins and putting them in to make it stay that way and then they would take their hands and be like it's perfect and like great i can leave and be happy now um it's my insufferable people pleaser toxic which i'm definitely working on uh yeah making other people happy is a hard business to be in but if you know that you have boundaries and you can't make everybody else happy then that's just that's a step ahead. I think it's so nice having you here and you saying all these things because, again, society has now just seen people on social media. So yeah. who would have known 
all yeah. these things. And when you do close a business or decide it's the it's the end of that business for yeah. now, people will always have their assumptions. Yeah. And I think that can be the hardest thing. So when you can just be straight up about it, it's I think like doing this, I think when I came to terms with the idea that I was gonna close the business after number one, after doing the hundred acre wood interview, I was like, hmm my gears started turning. I'm like, I know I want to close the business. How am I going to do this? I was going to do it over an Instagram post. But I'm like, that's pretty lame. So that's like eight years. You know, that's a long ass. A I have a kid time. that's been alive the entire time I've had this business. Like that's, that's weird. I have two that have been almost yeah. alive for the entire time I've had it. Like this needs more. So, and like, I had a lot to say, but like, can I put it in writing? And like, how much room does Instagram really give me to write this Not out? Enough. Not, enough. Not enough is the answer. Um, so I was like, yeah, this is kind of how I was I was thinking about it for a couple of days and, and was like, this is perfect. And then thinking about it more, I was like, OK, what do I do? Do I just go in and be like, hi, I'm closing. Keep bye, mic drop. <laughs> yeah, I, looked at um, you, I was like, I think this is going to be a bit different. We're going to go backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just I think I wanted there's been a lot of speculation Um with people and a lot of people that are like completely unaware and I think society as a whole as a business owner or sorry society as a whole looks at business owners and just like they have all kinds of time because they own their own business and they can make no. their own schedule um excuse no, you no, excuse you um I would like to tell you how many breakdowns I've had over this business and how many times I have thought about closing it yeah but didn't because I have people in my life who are like, don't you fucking dare. You have so much more to give. And like, this is going places. Um, it really sucks that people don't understand that. Yeah. You, you know, some people get, you wear multiple hats. Yes. Mm -hmm. They know you do social media and emailing and all that kind of thing, but it's, it's sort of like they disregard the fact that you are also, you know, you're a business owner, but you're also a human yeah. and you're also a, I don't know, mom, mm -hmm. wife, farmer, partner, um, you know, you're a daughter, you have a family, you have a pet, you have, you know, all of these things might seem little, but when you add them all together, mm -hmm. then you add in, you know, life, like, oh, a family member died, yeah. oh, a separation, oh, this, oh, your kid's sick, oh, this, 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 like, holy hell, yeah, the kid is so much. It's so much. It's so it's much. Exhausting. And then people expect. That's why I hate hustle culture. I hate yeah. hustle culture. I can't. People it. expect the world. And, mm -mm. and it's like, you know what? You have to give me a goddamn minute yeah. <laughs> to breathe. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's just like, you know what? Just, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's okay to say that. That's it okay, is yeah. so okay. And that was, that was the hardest thing because of being a people pleaser. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I am so, and was so bad for a little while. Be like, Oh, photo shoot. Yep. Oh, this. Yep. Oh, you want to do your wedding? Sure. Yep. 700 people on your bridal party. Cause that's necessary. Like some people have bridal parties so big. I don't even like that amount of people. Like yeah. where are these people coming know. from? It's, it's like I don't even have that many friends. No, no. no. <laughs> like acquaintances, people I went to high school with. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, but in my wedding, absolutely not. Um, so it's just like really setting, like if you're going to start a business, Set no matter what it is, like I'm sorry, but if you don't know what a boundary is, figure it out before you open a business mm -hmm. because. Oh, you have to. You have to. Like, because people will walk all over you. If will. you're the best person and you probably are a people pleaser and you don't have boundaries, the people who will use that against you, they will break know you how down. to they know. do They're it. like, she'll say yes. And then yep. when you start saying no, yep. it's like 
you've kicked a puppy or something, yep. they're like, what? You are the worst person in yeah, the world. Like, I, just, yep. I just am mm-hmm. like really sad. And then and there I goes that disregard for, yeah. for you as a human. Yeah. yeah. Like as a human, just trying to float your head above yeah. water. I just like... Uh, at some moments in my life to make myself laugh I just imagine myself as one of those babies and those like floating neck donuts (laughs) like please something just keep me afloat it's a neck donut is that what it's actually called a neck donut I don't know okay I love that that works but that's what's keeping me alive yeah the neck donut the neck donut donut. that's just I imagine a baby face Eliza with a neck donut just swimming on for dear life it was literally yesterday I was like because I put therapy on the back burner and yesterday you I was can't. like I was like I got to go back no you matter gotta. what I it's time like yeah. I've I've put this off too long we are we are back on the mental health positivity train yeah. yeah I had to I had to put a hard a hard uh, priority on myself um to do that coming out of a separation or being in a separation having mm-hmm. it happen it's still happening like yeah. it's a it's an ongoing thing it changes every day um and being a mom and balancing a what i like to call a big girl job and mm-hmm. and you know all of these things and and making sure i prioritize putting me ahead of everybody else yeah. which sounds so weird to me as a human and a mom and a you know a employee and all of that mm-hmm. but like my therapist said something to me and it was literally the game changer. So shout out to my therapist um, was that the definition of selfishness has been skewed to be a negative thing and that being selfish is more of a reflection of Mm self-worth and self-respect. So that like sat with me. And is now starting to feel. Yeah, <laughs> she's having a moment. Yeah, it's having starting, a moment. Yeah. It's starting to feel better. Yeah, um, it's starting to bring me to a place where I can be okay with putting myself first. So you know, pre pre arriving two hours early for my <laughs> interview this morning, I didn't realize I was taking myself out for breakfast. I but I definitely that. could have opened my laptop and worked instead. But I was like, no, this was like a moment that was meant to be. Clearly, the universe thinks that I need time for myself this morning. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I'm like trying right. to Perfect. like find those ways, mm-hmm. but like do it from the beginning so yeah. you don't crash and burn. Yeah. Like it's so tough. It's hard. But I think a lot of business owners, like and new business owners, should listen to this because yeah. it's a sh- it's hard out there. It's but hard. You have to be selfish quote unquote because selfish does seem like a bad thing but you just it does it's, it's really because not. it's just it's that not, word yeah. it's that word because everybody you know in those like dramatic tv shows you're so selfish yeah. um like, i think it's sometimes okay. it's like it's good like you have to you have to you have to yeah because you can't give people you can't pour from that, cup. yeah i had a therapist that would say like you can't give people the best of you like if you're not your best self right no now. Like and, and along those lines that yeah. is like my mom said that to me and my grandparents have said that to me and all of the important people in my life have said that to me but i was in denial of that because i was in a position where i wasn't supported on that yeah. theme and it just there was no understanding in that part and or in that sort of thought process or but you know it, it it aligns for some people and it really doesn't align for others and I feel bad for the people who it doesn't align mm-hmm. for because it has literally changed my life and made me 
like a much different person and I can show up so much more for my kids now and I, I have energy for them and I prioritize them over everything now like which seems horrible to say but it's like like you said when you're in burnout when you're when you're there and you're in it in the middle of it nothing like you don't even you you're don't not realize even, you're it's almost it. like you're not coherent no like at all yeah like you're there yeah. obviously but you're just like you're not living you're just surviving literally that's all you're doing yeah surviving yeah just like a everything's different one day to the next yeah and you're just like, how do I get through it? And it's the only priority and everything else comes subpar. So it just like when I was given a different opportunity with 100 Acre Wood to be there full time, I like then after doing one full year of like bridal hair, mm-hmm. then working till 12 o'clock at night, I just looked back and was very observant of the idea that if I kept doing it like this, that I was going to be so tired. Yeah. And then it just wasn't even worth it. Not even the extra cash in the pocket was even worth it. And I don't and did not want that to be the future. And, and then it takes the joy out of my work. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I think I kind of got to a point where I was doing so much of the same thing. Like every bride tries to be a little different, but, I'm telling you right now, it's all the same. (laughs) You all pick the same bridal hair. Yeah. Whether you think you do or you don't, you do. You pick it maybe slightly different, but it's all relatively the same and it gets Mm -hmm. a little bit boring. Monotonous. Yeah. Yeah. That's what like recently in my career in this building, (laughs) I told my boss, I was like, I feel like I'm just like doing I'm coming in I'm doing the motions yeah. and then leaving mm-hmm. I'm like I need to know that it's not always going to be like this yeah. and that you know I can grow yeah and do other things mm-hmm. and it could be more yeah. like it mm-hmm. can be more meaningful and he looked at me he was like cool <laughs> he's like then do it <laughs> wow I was like being supported in personal really? growth through Isn't that crazy? work is yeah. so yeah they're paying for me to go to so school big. right now wow to like so I can like take all these that's incredible skills and I'm so grateful for this job you know what like that's and that's huge for not just them yeah in your work environment and not you and your you you as like a professional yeah but so good for you to feel supported in that and and also good for who you are as a person like personal growth is is something that i think a lot of moms struggle with struggle with because we don't feel like we have the space to do it and if you can get that from work on top Mm -hmm. of like while you're already here and not Mm -hmm. feeling like you know you have to reach to this crazy height to try and find something to give you that personal growth is huge it's Mm -hmm. huge and i feel that at 100 acre wood i have that ability to grow so much not only as a person because i have the support to be who i am but i also like i've never felt more empowered in a job or in a position Mm -hmm. ever like i my job description there is assistant coordinator but I say like assistant coordinator and doer of all things because they're like, oh, uh, do you want to just, you know, sand these 16 foot tables and we're going to yes. do like seven different types and then we're going to put this layer on the top and we're going to do that twice. And like, here, do this and this and all these. I, 
have all these weird skills mm-hmm. that I didn't know that I could. I didn't know how to properly build a fire before I started working there. I went to Boy Scouts for God's sakes. <laughs> but did I know how to build a fire? No, I sure didn't. Um, but th- and that seems again so insignificant. But like, wow, I feel like I'm like, yeah, I can build a fire. Like, fuck yeah, let's go camping. Yeah. Like, you know, it just. I, <laughs> Those kinds of little things, I think, especially for parents, not to just like throw that at this topic, but I think especially for parents who have, you know, children or, 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 you know, partners who have partners and then farms and all the things, you know, having those little moments of skills or, or some way that you can find that personal growth is just so Mm. important. And And it needs to be something that continues even when you're giving everything you've got to all of the other things and being able to prioritize that and have space for that and like almost putting a boundary on yourself to be like you need to go and do this and you need to like almost have a yes man complex where you're like yes I'm gonna go do this even though your anxiety is telling you no don't leave the house get your ass out of your house and stop playing Zelda for hours (laughs) (laughs) did you listen to the last episode no I didn't. That's all Kenny has been doing is playing Zelda. I just bought the new one before. I, with my extra spare time, I walked in there being like, hmm, uh, whoops. Do you feel so I tired slept. right now? It's so good. <laughs> I heard it's so good. It's so good. He told me it's better than the first one, and now I just want to go. I was like, it's I'm like, going to skip the interview. I'm just kidding. Everything you love from Breath of the Wild. But, like, heightened. Heightened in, like, better. Oh, God. It's so good. Don't I tell me that. For Wine's of a wedding you. season. <laughs> I'm so, just kidding. I literally have my switch in my bag downstairs. I love you so much. Did we just become best friends? Yes. Yep. I think you did. Like, we I just had a stepbrother's moment. We both have bumblebee tattoos. Oh, in the same spot. Yeah. On the same arm. <laughs> Shit. I love best friends. Forever. I also yeah. have a cat, and you have a cat shirt on. I do have many cats. I have one. I have three. Oh, I have three kids, so it's fine. <laughs> I have two um, kids. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm all about this movement right now in my own life to just prioritize the things that mean the most to me and that bring me the most happiness. And a part of that is saying yes to opportunity and, and not being scared of it. Mm-hmm. I bought wow. a surfboard. That was pretty cool. I That's pretty that. fucking cool. Also, Jeanette, my partner's probably, you're probably going to have to go surfing with her because all heard she wants to do is surfing. During the interview, I was like, oh, she likes to surf. She loves surfing. Oh, no. Like to be friends. Because you surf on Lake Ontario. Yeah. Yeah, that's all she wants to do. And I'm like, I oh my God. I might know someone. Yeah, we need to we need to hook this up. So my grandparents used to have a condo in Kauai. So when I was a kid. Oh my God. Yeah. So she when I was a kid. She lived in Kauai for what? like three winters. Where? Like she just you know? lived in a van and would drive around. That's so cool. The island's amazing. What? I've been there twice. She kept trying to get to Australia, but her flight always stopped. Like her first flight stopped in Kauai and she was just like, I'm going to stay here. It's amazing here. there. No wonder she stayed. Yeah. It's my favorite place and in the whole world. And then she spent like three and more, And not more because there. it's a hot, beautiful island. Like it, like I've jumped around. The reason I couldn't put hometown was like, hmm, how do I explain this one? Uh, my grandparents, or my parents separated super young and I just like bounced between two homes. So okay. I don't really have a hometown because it was always different. Yeah. Um, the longest amount of time I've spent anywhere is in Sterling. So I guess that's kind of my hometown. Um, but it's gonna sound super corny the only two places in my life that ever felt like home were my cottage <laughs> because it's like the only constant mm-hmm. space that's been there we've had it for like 34 years yeah. and Kwai I love amazing. that amazing weirdest thing ever yeah. yeah so I went when I was 12 learned how to surf then 
went back for my honeymoon. Anyway, so I went to Kauai then for my honeymoon. So we're going to go to Kauai. Yes. Mom's (laughs) trip plus. I'll just bring Jeanette. Please bring Jeanette (laughs) and enjoy it with us because we would love to vacation together. Um, Anyway, went for my honeymoon and uh, yeah, I hadn't surfed since really, but was watching people surf and like thinking about doing it, but then didn't. Anyway. Then when I was working at the salon, Ty from Oak Surf Club mm-hmm. came in oh. for a haircut. And he was like, I was like, what do you do for work? And he's like, oh, I own Oak Surf Club. And I'm like, pardon? You own what now? And he's like, Oak Surf Club. It's in Wellington. And I'm like, like surfing, surfing? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, what? do you do that here? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, where? He's like, in Wellington. And I'm like, okay, tell me more. Went and bought a surfboard. Best decision I ever did, ever made. They like I, winter surf, don't they? They are insane. Yeah. They come out of the water with like icicles on their mustaches. Yeah. Anyway. It's a vibe. It's I FOMO. This. I have FOMO. I I would love to do it, but I'm too scared. I'm um, scared of winter Maybe stuff. you and Jeanette can do it the winter. That'd be I don't fun. Know, it'd be so cold, but. It yeah, would be fun. Um, so yeah, I bought a wetsuit and a surfboard, and I surfed twice last year, which is terrible. But I've already been in twice this year. It's only May. three times, maybe three times, maybe. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna do a lot of that. My surfboard's gonna live in my car for the summer, so Perfect. that hopefully I, I can that. surf uh, before and after work if I can. Um, that sounds like the life. You know what? You're choosing you, and that makes me so happy. I'm trying, and it's really hard. It's so hard, but you know what? Even just that little, that little tidbit. Yeah. It's like, it fills your soul with like that, that thing that you feel like you've been missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. was like me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just missing me yeah. as a, as a whole. Yeah. I was very like punky in elementary school. I wore like parachute pants. Are the same people? I wore parachute much, yeah. pants and was like an Avril Lavigne wannabe and like, you know, had paper clips in my ears and Fuck the system. Yeah. Yeah. Anarchy the, all the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's this beautiful picture that I did. It's not beautiful, I'm just saying this. There's because my grandmother called it beautiful. I have a picture of this like very like because you know when we were in elementary school like having all of those special drawing pencils were like oh, yeah. nothing. The if you ones? were like an emo kid, you owned multiple sets of those like tin container drawing oh, yeah. pencils that were like all of the bees, HBs, yeah. whatever. Yeah, right. So I did a drawing <laughs> like that of an anarchy symbol with like flares on the end of it <laughs> that looked so just like I need majestic. To see this. It, when I go to my cottage, I'll send okay. you a picture. Anywho, my grandmother gets a hand, her hands on it, okay? And she brings it to me, and my grandmother is this beautifully artistic soul. Very, like, hippie in yeah. her own way kind of person, and she has no idea. Like, she's a little bit um, naive to some things, like, yeah. doesn't realize. Anyway, she found this drawing, and she comes up to me, she goes, Eliza, this picture is just beautiful. I don't know what she said to me. I was like 15 and didn't care. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Have it. She hung it up in her bedroom at the cottage. I love that. And she has, unknown, unbeknownst to her, an anarchy symbol in her floral bedroom at the cottage. You I love your grandmother. Artiste. Sorry, not sorry. I'm never going to tell her because she doesn't listen to podcasts. Perfect. So she'll never she'll know. She'll never know. Never ever. Yeah, maybe I'll tell her at lunch today, but I'm not sure. No, don't do it. You can send me a reminder to send you a picture I'm of my anarchy. I'm looking for something. You guys can keep talking. Um, yeah, it, you know, that's, that's who I was. I was very, like, alternative-ish. 
and then kind of lost that. Felt like I need to be a mom and I need to be this and I need to put myself in this box of like what a mom looks like and but you don't. Can and I you sh- know what? I just really don't. I just I need to be me because once I show my kids that that's what I'm doing and that's what pri- like I should prioritize, then that's what they're gonna do. Yeah. And quite honestly, do I want that for my kids? Yeah, yeah, I want them to be who they are without giving a shit about what anybody says. Big snap. What are you trying to? Please. You had that haircut. Why am I not surprised? Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Your I haven't. Okay, what did I have? I had a pixie cut with long bangs yes <laughs> yes and you could like spike it in the back, in the back and it was like long and just like long in the front like yeah. not even like an angled bob no like just... short in the back party in the front yeah just just ugh. opposite of a, an opposite mullet kind of yeah yeah much. kind of and then Business for in the like back. <laughs> But then for, like, grade 8 grad, I had them, like, you know those, I don't know, they're, like, twisted. I'm at a hairstylist, for God's sake. Like, almost, like, twisted cornrows. Yeah. Yeah, that we used to do back then. Because, yeah. like, Christina Aguilera was doing yeah. it. Yeah, right, exactly. Okay. So I had those spikes and then, like, a yes. flower in between yes. each row. Yes. That I'm is what obsessed. my grade 8 grad photos look like. Amazing. Beside my best friend who's the tour or travel or what does she do god nikki i'm so sorry you're a flight attendant um pictures of her and and she's this like beautifully girly like Mm -hmm. got an awesome updo and and you know baby blue dress and here i am in this black (laughs) dress with a red stripe across the front with my spiky hair and my attempt at girliness to the florals and dirty Airwalk running shoes underneath Airwalk my running I shoes love dress. That. I wouldn't want anything else oh, for you. You know, I mean, my parents, my parents, you would never, I mean, maybe now you would guess, but my parents is this like, are, are these people who are professionals and just, um, you know, really incredible people, and you know, my mom is blonde and gets her nails done, and is is this beautifully like awesome balance of girly and very tomboy all mm-hmm. one, and just very put together. And so is my dad; he's very put together, and um, and my biological father is kind of, you know, he's just like your average your average guy. He's got kids, and he he's this cool, you know, design job and. Everybody just looks, you know, very typical human and normal people. And then here's this black sheep of the family, quite literally, with all these dark yeah. clothing and, like, weird haircuts. Hey, we all know and I'm you. And I'm just, you know, it's fine. I Not that there's anything wrong with it, but, like, I just look back and I'm like, you know what? That is, like, the root of who I am. And, like, mm-hmm. I did I think back then that I wanted tattoos and a nose piercing and all that stuff? Hell yeah, I did. But did I do it? During my relationship, my most serious, my marriage. No. <laughs> Why? Well, that's a long story. Um, but coming back to all of that now feels so much more authentic. And I think that's kind of where I struggled in being able to find the authenticity in my business mm-hmm. was that I wasn't being able to, I wasn't in a place where I was able to be authentic to me. Mm-hmm. That's like, exhausting too. Personally. It's like. You're like masking. You were just. Yeah, I was. And that's exhausting. I had a man once ask me what I was going to do about my tattoos on my wedding day. Just leave them? I was like, Uh, what? what? I'm going to leave them. 
He was like, how are you going to cover them for your wedding day? I was like, I'm not. I'm not going to cover them. I'm going to leave them. People are fun. Never spoke to him again. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. There's one I would cover, but. Yeah, well, I have same, a couple but I'd I mean, cover. I think if you're like, I'm not heavily tattooed. I think I have 13, 15 maybe. But I think once you reach over five, you've got one that you don't like. Oh, I have many. I've got at least one that you don't like. I've had two laser sessions on these guys. Oh, how old are they? Um, this one is probably like 10 years old now. Okay, yeah. I have one that's over 10 years old and I want to get it lasered. I heard it's really bad. It hurts like a mother. Never. It, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I keep hearing that, which is why I'm happy to just... It's on my back. Nobody ever sees it. Yeah, it's my one I don't like is on my back, so I don't see it. So I'm like, it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I also have one on the back of my neck it. that I'd love to cover. Or like on the it's nape time. of my neck. Um, I know where that is. Because yeah. you're a hair lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we've had you for an hour and a half. Cool. Is there anything else that we missed? I don't think so. And so there she glows. The website's it's, down. The website's down. Yeah, I'm going to leave Instagram up because, like I said, like I think I'm happy to dive into doing creative stuff. So if people want to do a bridal shoot and it's just for fun and it's something that I can come and kind of do my own thing, mm-hmm. great. I love that. That's where my joy is. That's where I I shine best. Um, I'm happy to collaborate on that kind of stuff. But other than that, and I, like reach out if you need referrals, like happy to give them, have a ton, have a lot of really cool, very talented people that I know that I can refer you to. But uh, as far as wedding bookings, that's that. Good for it's you. It's a wrap. And it Choosing feels good. You. We love it. Feels good. Uh, thank you for like sharing this with us. Yeah. I'm yeah. honored, honestly. When you reached out, I was like, hey, oh my God. <laughs> no, I know. I oh, come collectively on. Collectively freaked out. We're like, yeah. We're yeah, doing, we're gonna make this happen. This is gonna be so good. I yeah, I really, I think when I was here, I think like number one when you're around for your brother's wedding, there was like a couple moments where we're like laughing together and stuff. I'm like, man, this girl's cool. She's so cool. And then I came here and then did the interview and met you and was like, <laughs> oh god, these two together. This is this is fun. <laughs> I like this. And uh, we have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah I we're just, fun. Right? I feel like this was just like the right way for it to be. I wanted it to be authentic. I wanted to be able to say what I could. And I I think you know I really wanted to support what you're doing because I think it's really cool. I think what you do is really cool. Yeah, I do too. I think you showing up for yourself is really Really cool. cool. I think you setting boundaries is super fucking cool. It's really hard to do. Yeah, no, I like honestly I admire you like as a person Mm -hmm. to be able to like acknowledge those things and be like you know what this isn't for me anymore. Self awareness. Love it, but not for awareness. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, and just like respecting yourself and like making sure like okay what's good for Eliza right now what what you know what helps me be better Mm -hmm. is it taking on a whole other wedding season and trying to do hair and like give all that I possibly can to 100 acre wood because that's where my heart is no like I can't I can't like I can't tell you how nice it was on Saturday we had our first wedding at 100 acre wood and it was so nice to wake up at you know whatever time eat breakfast beautiful not feel rushed like make a lunch Mm -hmm. and go to work for 10 and be there and be able to support mary and like setting everything up and like it not feel like okay i'm jumping from one vehicle to the next putting on one hat going putting on another or like it's very 
it just is calm. I feel like I can sink myself into it more. And yeah. as soon as like it was almost like that validation that I didn't need, but I got it and it feels great. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're going to create some pretty cool shit. And now I just, you know, I feel like you leaving the door open creatively for, for There She Glows is great. Yeah, yeah, and now you can pick and choose things that yeah, bring and your I can, soul joy. I can exactly, and mm-hmm. I just know kind of like the figuring out that the hair salon wasn't my thing. I found out that okay, I've had my fill with bridal hair. There's a lot of other people who are starting to do it now. Enjoy, have fun. If you have any questions, you want you know advice about something, you get a nasty email from a bride. You think something's a scam because I've had it all, I've seen it all. Um, I'm always here to like chat about it, and I think like it would be really fun, maybe even eventually, to open the doors to doing like specific skill training, mm-hmm. like braiding and that kind of stuff. I have some like ideas in my brain, maybe. Um, but for now, it's just I'm not going to put too much pressure on myself and just allow it to be what it is and yeah. like let it simmer out and just yeah. That just, is awesome. I feel like mom we needed and this. I needed today. this more than I uh, thought I yeah, did. I was like, this is what I needed today. Just, just be a mom and work at Hundred Acre and surf and play Zelda golf and yeah. play Zelda. Play Zelda. I'm like big on that. That's all I can think about. I had Zelda dreams last night. Okay. You know what? I've been there. I've been there. I'm shutting it down on the Zelda dream. Okay, bye. But like, I do love your Zelda dreams. Thank you. <laughs> that was amazing. So good. I think we actually made a new best friend. I really enjoy her presence. Her, all of her energy is just exactly what that, like I went in Monday and I was just like not feeling life. We both had like a weird Monday morning and I think like, well, I've been having like crazy anxiety, but, and my morning didn't go as planned, which always throws me off. And then she came in and we talked and I was like, oh yeah, I need to set boundaries. Like, I think I had a moment of like it's okay not to hustle like just Mm -hmm. and she reminded me of that which was really nice yeah it was like a therapy session I didn't we didn't cry I was close sometimes but I was like I'm fine it's okay I'm not gonna cry today I'm not gonna cry I think because um it wasn't like a sad story no I think it's like I think there were probably very sad moments for her in that journey but I think she is at the end of it when it's like it's like the positivity and and the you can see the good things coming yeah and, and this is i think what we were talking about is you know like the podcast itself isn't necessarily here to like it is here to promote business like yes, let's be is. serious like that's part of what we want to do but it's also part of like telling stories mm-hmm. and you know like this one it's like she had a successful business she was killing it but you know, like behind the scenes, it wasn't as pretty and glamorous as you see on social media. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important that we like talk about those stories too. And like, you know, just kind of like ripping apart the little glamorous social media feeds and you know what, you can be successful and still struggle, struggle and Mm -hmm. you can be successful and still want to say, no, like this is done now. And that's not a failure. No. And I think that's the difference. And I think, too, we talked about how, like, society has has made the term selfish like a negative thing. But sometimes you have to be selfish to grow grow and to be able to give people more of you in the long term. Yeah. Um, My therapist recently said to me, 
when you say yes to someone, when you really want to say no, you're actually saying no to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn it. True. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty as charged. Um, no, so I think like we probably both really needed that. And the fact that Eliza like reached out to us, like I, it's very special. Honestly, I was just like so honored that she was willing to be so vulnerable with us. She's very open and I loved it. And yeah, I feel like I could just talk to her about anything. Yeah. Like literally we went from like sads and relationships and business to Zelda. Yeah, that was great. Oh, and farts in a spacesuit. Like that's what I literally started drawing a she, fart in a spacesuit. Oh, I'm so happy. I knew you would because I saved that chunk of audio for a later oh, thank date. God. I knew we'd need it. Yeah. I think it was I think we all, we both needed that episode. Yeah. When More it happened. I thought I did. Yeah. And uh it's the quickest turnaround because we actually interviewed her this week. On Monday. So funny story behind this. Oh my god. So I get a DM at 8.55 a.m. saying from Eliza saying, I'm here. The doors are locked. And I'm like, I'm not even in the office yet. Like, it's I 9 o'clock. I was running late that day. I had something to do from, like, 9 to 10, so I was not here. Um, and every Monday we have, like, a, an all-company 9.10 meeting. Um, we call it the 9.10. We're forever going to call it the 9.10 here on out. So Now you know. Now you know. So at our 9.10, I was like, okay, I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, why would she be there? I'm like, there's no way we'd schedule something before I know, the 9.10. I was so stressed, And though. on a Monday. Like, that doesn't, we don't do Mondays. No, we don't do. Because. Mondays it, are rough for us. Well, because we have an actual job. Yeah. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Let's always remember that. We have an actual job and, you know, we do a lot of the actual job work. <laughs> On Mondays. Yeah. And it's a lot of planning for the rest of the week and the following week. Anyway, so this DM comes in from Eliza at 8.55, and I'm just like, I'm driving at this point. So my car tells me, and I'm just like, wait, what? So I messaged you. Mm -hmm. I panicked. Katie panicked. Because I booked the interview, so I was like, did I do this? And I'm like, there's no way. Like, there's, It's not possible. There's absolutely no way. Um, and then she realized that she was two hours early, which I appreciate. Some I always get a little stressed when people are early, like even half an hour early. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm not prepared. Because here's a little treat for all of you: I write the introduction and the questions usually the morning of the interview. Yeah, so when people show up like half an hour early. I'm usually mid writing it. Yeah, we're putting things together, and we are not ready for you. We're not. I would love to say I, I have things together more, but I don't. I'm working on it. Honestly, though, props to you because you've been doing them the night before the last couple of weeks. I, I try because I know we're busy and stuff. I'm like, OK, how can I set myself up for like a little bit of success tomorrow? <laughs> Do something the night before, which, yeah, is its own thing. But that, that is its own thing that you need to set a boundary. I know. That's why I set I'm the weekend boundary. I like the weekend boundary. Yeah. Honestly, I have a hard no work on the weekends boundary. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. It's At five o'clock, I shut off. And I think what we all need to take out of this, anyone, all you babes listening, is it's okay to set boundaries. Absolutely. Yeah. And you don't have, okay. Actually, it's funny because um, Rachel, I think Rachel Biles, I can't remember her last name. Hold on. Um, Yeah, Rachel Bies. She, we, I just followed her on Instagram. She's in the county. She's a chef and a single mom and an author, like total badass. Just launched a new company. She made a post literally this morning about 
uh, where is it? Because I need to read it to you. Um, she's like, hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm like, she talks about like all the things. Um, she's like, I'm high functioning and anxious and I work on it every day. I'm like, same. Damn. The last point she made was she's like, also at nearly 43 years old, I'm in my don't give an F era. Negative people, things or people that don't align with me and I will speak my mind without hesitation. And I was like, you know what? Like, I feel that because if you don't vibe with me or like who I am or what I do from a very like positive way, obviously, if I'm vibing in a negative way, mm-hmm. I don't expect people to vibe with me. But like me in my existence as a person, if you don't vibe with that, that's not on me to change. No, it's not. I know that was a long kind of spiel. No, but, but I think, too, I recognize I'm not everyone. I'm a lot. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. No, neither am I. And and that's okay. No, and I think I've always tried to be everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? You're a people pleaser. Yeah. Same. It's tough. So, and I just want to unapologetically be, like, even at the Quinny West Chamber event the other week, I like, I wore a hamburger hamburger sweater. sweater. And people loved it. And the guy from Meta was like, that is a sweet sweater. I was like, Thank you. I think, too, that's it. You have to try, again, as Eliza said, sometimes you lose yourself, and then you have to find yourself again. again. And it can be a freaking journey. And and I'll try. I'll wear my fun band graphic tees underneath a blazer. Yes. We love that. You know what I mean? Like, I can be professional. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Also, I got an 85% on my last assignment. (gasps) I'm so proud of you. And only because I... I feel like you did it the day of. I definitely did it the day it was due. Um, and the only reason why I lost marks was because I didn't lay it out the way she wanted it. So you're good. So, te- but all the content was right. Right. Okay. She was like, you're I good. just, it wasn't laid out the way she asked to in not even the rubric. It was an additional thing afterwards. Oh, so like, this is totally on the teacher, not me. Um, also I just heard this last weekend. So a lot of, you a lot of summers, like a lot of time around spring, summer, you'll hear like women or uh, non-binary folk preparing for hot girl summer. Yeah. My friend has told me about there's now feral girl summer. Oh. But last weekend I heard the term that I am relating to most, which is golden girl summer. I love it. Which means I will be a golden girl from the show Golden Girls. I will be wearing comfy clothes. I'll be hanging out with my friends, drinking slightly maybe, mostly eating snacks, and being in bed by 10 o'clock. And I don't have to feel guilty about that. And like, I want like a full, there's like this, do you remember, um, what was it? It was like Project Runway, but Project Runway Canada. Okay. I never watched it. Okay. okay. There's a Canadian version and one of the winners, his name's like Ethan. I can't remember his last name. He makes these like one piece, like caftans. I love that. Caftans, I feel like one piece, anything is coming back, but caftans. His sizing is basically... Like one and two, and it doesn't Comfort. matter. It doesn't matter what your size is because it's going to fit you because it's just like basically a piece of fabric with like a hole cut out for your head and like arms and legs, and that's it. I it's like a big that. square. It's a square. But it's like the fabrics he chooses are really fun. Oh, I and like I'm like, that. I want to live in that. Should we get them? Maybe. Yeah. Do a do a Golden Girl summer photo shoot. <laughs> I also have uh, the Smash and Tess uh, Birds Papaya Squirrel yeah. Robber. Oh, I feel like I've seen that. It's like, like a, stretchy. Okay, so it's like um, overalls, but the bottom is like like a flying squirrel. Yeah. And I think all the, 
I, if you are doing great, I love it. If you are Perfect. struggling mentally, it's okay. We're here for We're you. here for Golden Girl Summer. We're doing the best we I'll can. I'll pump you up. Yeah. Like, seriously, if you're having a day, slide into my DMs. We I'll pump you up. We will pump you up. I will literally, I'll scroll your Instagram feed and tell you good things about you without even knowing you. Because yeah. there is always something I can find. I feel like there's always, like, if you scroll people's feeds, like, it's like, okay, like, all these things. But it's like, I, you can f- always find stuff oh, that's yeah. meaningful and not just like, oh, hey, you're really pretty. Also, one more thing, not related to Golden Girl Summer, but when you are a customer or a client, just remember everyone has more than just their work going on. Yes. So be kind to one another because it's it's a rough one out there and we don't need assholes in the world. Yeah, especially to, like, people who are doing services. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, in the county you're going out to a restaurant or someone is building you a website or someone is, you know, cheering your sheep or yeah. <laughs> <Good> one. <laughs> Thanks. or like literally anything, delivering you food for the evening or like it doesn't matter what it is. Just be nicer to people because everyone is going through it right now. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, like I feel the stress from groceries and rent and bills i just had a fourteen hundred dollar hydro bill so like i get it like everyone gets it like i don't know i just everyone's got their shit and i feel like just a little bit of extra kindness here and there yeah is gonna go a long way these days why am i getting so many phone calls anyways i feel like you're popular we're good can i shut it down yeah you can shut it down Thank you, everyone, and have a great, beautiful, oh, sunny and weekend. Reminder: We work at Starboard Communications, oh, yeah. home of Cool 195.5 Hits FM and Inquinty.ca, and the Market Charity Coffee Podcast, and Christmas in Quinty, and Starboard Cares. What else do we have? Babes of Quinty, Babes of Quinty, <laughs> and I think that's it. We can help you with your marketing needs, so reach out. Yep, okay. we have people who are not us too, who know yeah. better, more not better things, more things, more things, also better things. Yeah, there's there's many of us in this team. Anyways, if you need marketing. Bye. Dr. Maria here again with another iFacts in Focus eye tip. Did you know that too much screen time can tire out your eyes? When you stare at a screen all day, your eye's near focusing system kicks into gear. When you overwork this focusing system, your eyes can get tired, sore, and blurry, and you can get headaches. Taking breaks away from screens and wearing magnifying reading glasses can improve your eye comfort. Check out my blog, justithings.ca, for more eye tips. The Babies of Quinny podcast is recorded and produced at Starboard Communications, home of 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100, and inquinty.ca.